0: So today is Saturday the 30th of October and in the three weeks since our last prophetic video we've seen some big things take place here in New Zealand and also some of those words have begun to play out. And some of the questions that come from that are things like why is justice taking so long or where are we at as a nation? And I want to help answer that by sharing a prophetic timeline that I believe we will move through as a nation and I also want to share a prophetic word regarding Ashley Bloomfield and also a word regarding the Maori people and how they fit into this prophetic timeline. Now, this timeline comes from the prophetic words that I shared in the previous video regarding New Zealand and Jacinda Ardern. So if you haven't seen that one yet, it'd be helpful to go back and watch that one first as it gives context for this one and will make much more sense. In that video, I shared three different prophetic words that I received in the months of July, August and September. And by the way, the response and confirmation to those words has been overwhelming. In fact, two other people had the exact same dream on the exact same night of August 22. So the Lord is definitely speaking and this current government is coming to an end. Now, for that September prophecy, I titled it Expose, Remove and Restore New Zeal in the Land. And part of that prophecy included these words. Exposure and difficulty will increase, which we're now seeing, but then justice and a great restoration will follow. Restoration will come after the long hidden and deeply embedded roots of corruption are first cut out. But those things can't be cut out until they're first exposed. After that, God can then build what he has intended for New Zealand on a more solid, bracket righteous, foundation. Now, again, those words are from 2nd of September, 2021. So the prophetic timeline that we will move through as a nation consists of three stages, exposure, removal, and restoration. We are currently in the exposure stage. And there are three reasons for the exposure stage that I'll share and that I believe will greatly encourage you will give you comfort during this time of increased difficulty and pressure. And two of those three reasons are also found in that same September word when it said, The era of Jacinda Ardern is an era of exposure exposure to apathy in the church and to the holes in the New Zealand government. And so the first reason for the stage of exposure is to expose apathy in the church. For too long the church in New Zealand has been asleep and for too long we've put up with apathy, with passivity and we've allowed fear to masquerade as wisdom and it's often caused us to compromise. And too often what we've labelled our graciousness and kindness is actually cowardice and indifference and it hasn't served us. If anything, it's left us divided, judgmental, and conditional with our love for one another. And this has only been exposed more and more in this current pressure. And I can say all that because I've been guilty of all the above and more. I have very much been a part of that sleeping and ungracious church at times. And so part of this exposure is to wake up the church. And one of the reasons for waking up the church is so that she can faithfully steward that restoration stage that we will enter into. We're to be the salt and light on the earth and we're to have dominion to steward the earth well, but we haven't been doing that. And so the horrors of the exposure will be like the crackling of a fire that stings you but doesn't burn you. And part of this exposure is to be like a rude awakening because sometimes you need a rude awakening in order to have a great awakening. Sometimes we need to be terrified before we can be edified and sometimes we need to be shocked into shining. Now there are many things that I can expand on for all of this but I don't feel the grace to speak on that yet. But I will say that it's a time of exposure, cleansing and refining for the church so that she can steward that coming stage of restoration more faithfully. So that's the first reason for the stage of exposure is to wake up the church because there is a sleeping lion in the land. But when this lion wakes up and it's waking up, it's game over for the enemy and that sleeping lion is the church. So wake the lion. The second reason for the exposure stage is to expose the long-held and deeply embedded roots of corruption within our government and nation. And this is important to keep in mind, especially with the pressure and increased difficulties that we're experiencing right now. Keep this in mind. Pressure is part of the exposure, and the exposure is seen in the pressure. Pressure is part of the exposure, and the exposure is seen in the pressure. What do I mean by that? Well, this last week alone, we had some incredibly unjust mandates put on us as a nation, which created so much pressure and difficulty for a lot of people, a loss of jobs, division of families, a loss of privileges. At the same time, though, it exposed the corruption and evil that is influencing this current government and the depths that they're willing to go, and it shocked many. Many people did not think that this kind government was capable of doing what they've just done. And so by adding pressure to the people, they've also exposed themselves. And we're now seeing truth come to light. And so while these pressures have been difficult, they're also part of the exposure. And those things need to be exposed before they can be removed. It's exposure first and then removal. But you can't remove what is not yet exposed. And so as difficult as this exposure stage can be, there is also some glorious things taking place. Firstly, more and more people are waking up to the truth. For example, since last week's traffic light announcement, there have been multitudes of Kiwis who've jumped on the Prime Minister's social media page, calling her actions divisive, voicing their regret for support, and some even calling her to stand down. Now these are her own voters and long-time supporters. And so the tides are turning, which was already prophesied, and the word of the Lord will do what it said it would do. The sling has been released. Secondly, there are many people who are turning to Christ, whether they're turning back to Christ or turning to Christ for the first time or burning brighter for Christ. I'm personally seeing all of the above, and it's amazing to see. Thirdly, there seems to be a great resurgence happening amongst the Māori people right now. Part of the prophetic word from September says, Māori culture will be revived, sanctified, and more widely cherished. Now this week, there have begun mass gatherings of the Māori people. Now, I'm very ignorant when it comes to Modi customs and protocols and even things like the treaty and Modi history. In fact, I was only just made aware of Shot sovereign hikoi of truth. I was just made aware of them two days ago, which I'm ignorant of. But here's what I do know. Modi culture will be revived, sanctified, and more widely cherished. And part of the reason for why Modi culture will be more widely cherished is because it's the Modi people who will pioneer and secure the restoring of freedom in our land. And so to all the Modi leaders, the elders, and the people of Maldi culture, and those who are currently gathering with this Sovereign hikoi for truth, I say to you, may the warrior arise. Every nation around the world knows and reveres that warrior spirit within the Maori people. And it's my prayer over you that the Father would bless you, give you strength, give you wisdom, and give you courage as the people of this land, and also for your part to play in His greater plan. In Jesus' name. And that's a second reason for this exposure stage to expose evil and corruption in our government and nation. There is increased pressure and turbulence ahead but stand firm and stay steady. We will see the deliverance of the Lord. In the same way that the increased pressure and turbulence that was prophesied is now coming to pass, so also the prophesied restoration will come to pass as well. So if you're going to believe this part of the prophetic word, believe the rest of the word because God is faithful to his word. The third and final reason for the stage of exposure is that it's also a period of time for repentance for those in the enemy's camp before justice is served. Now this is where I want to release a prophetic word regarding Ashley Bloomfield. I received it on the 17th of October 2021, and I'll read it as I have it written down here. This morning during my usual prayer time, out of nowhere I had a vision of Ashley Bloomfield and heard these words, you are now being weighed on the scales. I sensed in a conflict with him, that his heart has known the right way, but he has often been pressured and or misled in the opposite and given in. The vision then changed to an elderly couple praying for him, his parents or grandparents. They were people of integrity who raised him in the ways of faith and have sown seeds of righteousness in his life. Now, I immediately shared this word with several prophetic groups, prayer groups, and ministers for accountability, and what many of them helped me to learn is that Ashley Bloomfield was, in fact, apparently a very devoted Christian, but has walked away in recent years. In fact, one vicar of a church said that as a 14-year-old boy, he was challenged with this question, what have you got to lose if you accept Jesus, and what have you got to lose if you don't? And guess who asked him that question? Ashley Bloomfield. And so I had no knowledge of this, and the vision of his parents or grandparents, which I also learned have all passed, is to do with them praying from heaven for him to turn back to the Lord. And it seems that the Lord is endeavoring to facilitate their prayers by getting someone on earth to pray for him, which is likely why he showed them to us. And so this just takes the love and mercy of God to a whole other level. And it reminds me of that scripture, 2 Peter 3, 9, which says, He is being patient for your sake. He desires that none should perish, but that all would come to Repentance. And so this stage of exposure that we're in is also a period of time for those in the enemy's camp to repent. And if Ashley should choose to, he would save himself from being found wanting on the scales and the consequences of that, whatever that might be. And if this message somehow got to Ashley Bloomfield, this is what I would say to him. I'd say, Ashley, remember your father's love because you've known it before and many have received that same love through you in previous years and many will enjoy eternity because of you and many of them are praying for you right now. And somewhere, somehow, you've forgotten about that love, your first love. And now the Father's deep and affectionate and unconditional love is calling you back to himself. And so I'm praying for Ashley Bloomfield to bloom in the field that he's been placed in, as my friend Justine put it, to bloom in the field that he's been placed in. And that he would turn back to the Father's love while there's still time before justice is finally served to our government and nation. And so Ashley has a choice to make. On the 21st of October, I also wrote down these words a few days after that, vision I write down these words watch Bloomfield in November now I'm not sure why but that month is standing out to me and I think that his choice and faith position could be made clear then and that his destiny and government may be determined then as well after that we may also remove into the removal stage now that's not a word from the Lord it's just my own observation of the words that I have heard from the Lord so I want to make that clear and let's just watch Bloomfield in November and see what happens and that's the third reason for this exposure stage is because this is a period of time for those in the enemy's camp to repent and turn back to the Lord. It's all part of his great love. And so I leave you guys with those words to take them to the Father for yourself and weigh them up for yourself. But that is the prophetic time that I believe we will move through as a nation, exposure, removal, and restoration. Now, I don't know the timings of each stage and how long they last. A hint we do have, though, is from that same September word, which says, in the midst of their final moves... When at last looks like their corrupt plans are almost complete, I will suddenly smash it to pieces. So we may get to a point of pressure where it feels like we've lost, where we can feel the enemy's breath on our neck, and it may look like we're defeated and that God didn't hear us and that the prophets lied. But no, says the Lord. In the midst of their final moves, when at last it looks like their corrupt plans are almost complete, I will suddenly smash it to pieces and my spirit will burst forth like the raging waters of a shattered dam. So hold tight. Hearts will be tested just as fire tests the purity of gold, but stand firm and stay steady. And so I hope that this will give you comfort and peace during this current hour of exposure and difficulty. And remember, you can always trust his heart even when you cannot trace his hand. And so as I close, I wanna leave you with these three calls to action. The first one is to resist the fear. Resist the fear. Fear is the spirit. And it is a spirit that God has not given us, 2 Timothy 1, 7. And fear is a spirit that is to be resisted. With increased pressure comes increased temptation to fear. And one of the best ways to resist fear is to anchor yourself in his word, in prayer, in fellowship. So as often as you can, do these three things. Turn off the news, avoid mainstream media, and feed yourself with God's word. That's how we resist the spirit of fear. And that's how we can walk through the valley of the shadow of death and fear no evil, because his word testifies to us that he's always with us. So fear not, says the Lord, be strong and courageous. Secondly, help one another. Help one another. Don't just help in word only, but in action and truth, because there are great needs right now. And many of us have been blessed to provide for some of those needs in many different ways. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 27 says, Don't withhold good from those when it is in your power to help them. Don't say come back tomorrow when you can help them today. So be sure to strengthen one another during the pressure and turbulence. Thirdly and finally, play your part. Play your part. We all have a part to play in this hour and we're each called to different things. For some it may be called to different aspects of intercession and warfare. For some it may be called to the front line of those marches or protests that are going on. And then for some you may be called to rest. In fact the season I've just come out of was one of rest and it was in the season of rest that I received a lot of these prophetic words that I'm sharing now in this season. So some of you may be called to rest. Whatever it is, God sees the bigger picture and he knows how to position and place us best. So don't pressure others to be in your position because they might be called elsewhere. At the same time, don't feel pressured to be in another's position. Instead, seek the Father, ask him what your part to play is in this season, and then faithfully play it. And remember, you are always safe when you're in the center of his will. So again, resist the fear, help one another, and play your part. Guys, this is one of the greatest hours to be alive for Christ. The Father has mighty plans for our nation and children, and we will see a glorious and wonderful move of the Spirit in our great land of New Zealand. Exposure first, then removal, then restoration. God does defend New Zealand. Stand firm, stay steady, and see the deliverance of the Lord. I love you guys. I'm praying for you guys. Please pray for me. Thank you for those who have been praying for me and reaching out. Pray for one another. Jesus is King.